You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live a lifted life. Hey everyone and welcome back. It's episode 96 of the Lifted Life Podcast. Tim Hall's opening his water. Apparently as soon as we record, it's when he gets the thirstiest. I always open it before so you don't hear the squeaking, <laughs> but this time I thought maybe you could talk over my squeaking. Did you hear the squeak? Text one. Just kidding. Don't text anybody. Don't text anybody. All right, so today it's episode 96. We're talking about what's working and what's not working. So this was the question I posed to you on our walk last night. You mm-hmm. were kind of being a little bit... Kind of danced around it. I didn't really answer <laughs> well, it. you were already being a little bit just kind of crabby. So I thought, let's pull out some... Mm-hmm. Let's ask a powerful question. That's my go-to when someone's... Uh, struggling and they're kind of looking for help, looking for a little direction. Instead of giving them insight or inspiration, I like to ask a powerful question. Mm-hmm. Write that down. It's the first insight from the episode. Don't inspire someone. Just ask them a really good question. <laughs> so moving on. The question I asked you, I said, what's working and what's not? Um, and you didn't really answer it on the walk. Yeah, I didn't want really to answer on the walk. Um, well, I did and I didn't. I personally know struggling is a choice. And I know that I'm choosing to be where I was on some level. Um, And I knew that the answer I wanted to give wasn't an empowering answer. So I was batting back and forth of how do I answer this in a way that's powerful in a way I want to be and not adding to the way that I don't want to be, which is the way I was feeling or choosing to feel. It's all about momentum of thought. Mm -hmm. But also to disregard how you were feeling is what some people call, and you're going to cringe, Don't say it, spiritual bypassing. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going there. So there's yeah. this theory that if we're all, if we're doing this good vibes only and positivity only and positive thoughts only and whatever, that that's actually not how real life works. Uh, we actually are human beings with a full gamut of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like good and bad. It's just lower and higher emotions. So a low frequency emotion is something like sadness, depression, and then you raise the vibration by going up the ladder to frustration or anger, and then you continue to go above it with hope, excitement, joy, bliss, love. So the reason um, I don't like spiritual bypassing and... The word or the idea? So the, the way the idea has been presented to me, or the way that I've understood the idea, is you're required to go through these feelings to get out of it and if you don't you're bypassing like this is a path you must take and if you don't take it then you're, you're bypassing and that's spiritual bypassing i i personally don't subscribe to that i don't think that um that's valuable to me uh, I, I think you can choose not to take that path i understand where they're where you're coming from like you're already there you might as well experience it and move on and i do agree with that well i think it's what you repress you digress. Not, I don't know. What? I, I thought I had a, a rhyme that went with yeah. it. Will express itself yeah. in some okay. way. So if you yeah. have an emotion you're unwilling to experience or process, talk about, or feel, mm-hmm. it will manifest in another way. Through physical pain, through another more unique emotion that's more acceptable to society. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if you're truly sad but don't feel like you can express the sadness, don't worry. It'll evolve to anger. And then maybe anger is more yeah. acceptable in your household. So by definition, I, w- I was spiritually bypassing that that issue the 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 hang-up i have is that 
I'm not allowed to do that. Like that I'm cheating the system by not experiencing that. That's the part that, that I get hung up on. But that's not what we're talking that about. That wasn't what we were going to talk about. But it's one of those phrases that You're every time it, it comes up. No, every time it comes up, you and I get, we get a little feisty. Combative. A little bit. But it's funny because it's that idea that the reason I don't love the idea of, oh, that's spiritual bypassing is because it's like it, for me, it's this message that you need to struggle more. Like you, yeah. You're here and you're going to struggle. So why don't you just go ahead and struggle? And for me, like... So like what I said before, struggle's a choice. And I know that sometimes you and I stick on that that comment um, or that idea. Of, but to me, spiritual bypassing is like you don't have a choice. It, it's this, this path that you must take. And I think it's all a choice. I think everything's a choice. It's free will. What about the idea of pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional? Yeah, I believe that's true. Okay. So, but, but I think pain is an indicator and I think us humans make it mean something mm-hmm. that it's just an input. It's just a signal. I think animals do really well with it. <laughs> they don't add a story of what yeah, it means. They're like, no, I'm in pain. Get away from that. Or this is what's going on. Um, I think humans just build this whole thing around it and we make it mean so much when it's really just an indication yeah. of what's going on and that you need to, um, focus on something or you, you need to bring it to awareness to, why is my leg on fire? Oh, it just got cut off or whatever happened. Like that's the reason for pain in my yeah. opinion. So that is a whole nother tangent. I didn't, you didn't even know that was going to happen. Man, what is going on? We are way off subject. Well, we are and we aren't. I've yeah. kind of wanted to talk about spiritual bypassing on the air for a while now. But you've been bypassing it. But I've been bypassing it <laughs> spiritually. <laughs> so this was the perfect opportunity because um, it just, it is. So we'll probably continue to chew on it and talk about it, but... For today, we were... But as always, this is how I see it. And there are people I know that get great value out of that concept and use it in different ways. And in no way am I saying... They shouldn't or they couldn't. They shouldn't or couldn't or it's a whatever. Like Yeah. So anyway, back to what's working and what's not working. I ask you the question on the walk. Powerful questions mm-hmm. lead to more powerful answers. And the mm-hmm. reason that's so important is because our brain is just a series of questions and answers. So I asked you that question. We kind of both chewed on it. You, you were stumbling because when you are kind of struggling, it can be more difficult to come up with a, a, mm-hmm. a powerful answer. So I went ahead and said, allow me. I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Mm-hmm. I'll share what's working and what's not working. So uh, I'll use this moment next to share with you all what I shared with you last night. But more importantly, I think this exercise is really great to write down and just evaluate for yourself. What is working for you? What do you want to keep doing more of? What have you done a good job of? Recognize, appreciate, and celebrate what you've done um, and what you want to keep doing. And then also shine a light of awareness on what is not working. Have you been giving your attention, too much attention to something that you don't want more of and yet you continue to give your attention to it? Um, Or any other instance that you want to create change around. So I said, what's working for me is that I've had a pretty deep sense of peace and well-being. And what I mean by that is I can tell when my attention is going to something that gets me flustered or frustrated and also is not that useful. Like I've been pretty quick to say, oh, I can sense my energy going this way and that's not the way I want to feel. And so I kind of have been able to quickly pivot and go back to that idea of like, is this going to matter five years from now? Probably not. Then let's not give it more than five minutes of my attention. Mm-hmm. So that's been working well. 
And then what is not working as well or what I would like to work on, I said, was kind of how I'm mentally approaching this time at home. Now that the kids are home, we're actually preparing for homeschool. Um, a lot of decisions uh, have been made by parents all across the world, difficult mm-hmm. decisions and various factors have led us to decide to do that. In some ways, I'm really excited because I've kind of always been curious what it would be like to do that. Uh, I have a lot of strong preferences and opinions, so I thought, well, who's better than us to... Well, we've been curious about the unschooling, no schooling, homeschooling, different styles of schooling, like for a long time. Yeah. More you than me. So we kind of got strong-armed into this a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, now is a great time to try this. And our kids have been going to a Waldorf Waldorf school for a while, so this is probably not a big shift for them. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say, they are home. They've been home for what we're calling the world's longest <laughs> summer. We're getting ready for, uh, I've been buying curriculum and different books, and I'm actually starting to get kind of excited. Oddly enough, that wasn't on my what's not working list. What wasn't? The kids being home and, and that dynamic. Like I, If you would ask me six months ago or whatever when this started, I would have said, for sure, this is going to be our biggest problem, and it hasn't really no problem. no and i'm getting to that's not yeah. the problem i love yeah. them being home i love yeah. not having to send them away for the day and all that like mm-hmm. that actually feels really right and good um but what's not working specifically is my mentality around um feeling like i can't do a stretch of work it's not conscious it's back it's like in the back of my mind like well i could sit down and do this like i don't have another thing until three hours from now but pretty soon we're gonna have to work on lunch or oh they're gonna need a you know, get off of technology and I'm going to need to make sure that that's a smooth transition or whatever it is. There's something kind of blocking me from feeling like I can knock out an important task to me. And I was saying to you that that's not working. The way I'm thinking about that's not working. Our kids are nine and 11. They're totally able to get themselves a snack or to start, um, another activity without me being the bridge between those two activities. Um, it's more than anything, just a mental block about how I see the time in the day. And so, uh, for me personally, I don't, there's times where I have a big project that takes several hours, but for the most part, I can get something very important done in 15 to 30 minutes. Whereas with you and your programming, I know you've said Mm -hmm. it takes a while to get into the flow. Mm -hmm. But let's take a uh, break right there. Um, the, the fact that you're aware of it and that you're able to articulate it and you know, it is huge. Like think about an episode back, maybe two episodes back, where we were talking about um, being on vacation and you seeing my sister with her kids and realizing some stuff in you, but through her, um, it took that for you to see that. And this, you're just aware of it. So I think... But I wouldn't have been aware of it if I didn't ask that difficult question and push myself to say, what's truly not working? Mm-hmm. And being willing to say, be vulnerable enough to say, the way I'm doing this isn't the best way to be doing it. But there's no shame or blame or anything negative about that. You're just bringing awareness to that. This is what I don't want. Yeah. And disregarding it. Right. Instead of focusing on, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's like, what do I want? You know, what do I want then? Well, what I do want is to feel that sense of accomplishment that I'm not postponing or delaying the things that I need to be doing or would like to be doing. So, uh, I'm doing the things I say I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I do meaningful work throughout my day, not just shallow work. I've been reading Deep Work by Cal Newport, and he talks a lot about how our day-to-day communications with email and messenger and text and everything 
gives the illusion that we have done a day's work, but really none of it is very productive. It's all very shallow work and not deep work. And so deep work might be an important email, but it's not the back and forth shuffle. So I just think it's important to, for me, when I say what is not working and what would I like to create a change around, it is in fact that mindset of needing everything to be perfect before I jump into a task and instead just jump into it. So one thing that's also not working and I kind of realized that it kind of goes hand in hand with this is I tried moving my office in here with you. (laughs) I don't like it, Tim. I'm not flowing here. I got my back to the door, basically. I'm facing the wall. Nobody put the baby in the corner. And yet here I am. For the record. I've moved my office a lot. Yeah. We've lived here how many years? Seven. Seven. And I believe you've had eight different office locations. Maybe 10. Stop. Let's count. The relaxation room, Mm -hmm. the back porch, Mm -hmm. in here, Mm -hmm. and here a different time. Mm -hmm. That's four. Did I ever do that little nook where the Christmas tree goes? Probably. Five. Five. Okay. And you probably have five accordingly because every time I I move, you're like, where am I supposed to go? You know, I need to move my office and where you're sitting exactly (laughs) is where I need to be. And if I don't get to sit there, I I won't be able to create a new business. I can't get in the flow. Okay, babe, I'll move. You know that spot you moved to? Yeah, so I like change. I keep saying, you better think your lucky stars haven't changed you out, Tim. <laughs> no kidding. I'll just change the office. So I like change. I I do tap into, like, in this physical space, do I feel more or less creative? And if the answer is less creative, it's got to go. Well, the way I like to look at it is our house has energy chakras, and you just like to follow them around, and the energy's always moving. So. Yeah. You don't believe that, do you? Not, not at all. Think but about it for a second. No, I believe a chakras. House? I don't believe our house has energy chakras. Why not? Well, maybe it does. I don't know. It's something I just made up. <laughs> so that's what you get for making yeah. things up. I knew that you didn't or, believe that. because. Or maybe it is real and the future, my future self reminded me, hey, that this is real. You should talk about it on your podcast. Right. Because everything is energy. So why wouldn't the house have... Chakras. I don't know about that, but just a different vibration. Yeah. So... Shoo, what's working and what's not working? That's what's up for me. <laughs> it was a good evaluation as we move into what we're calling fall because the school season is going to start soon. And so that's what we're calling um, the fall season, even though we do have a bit of summer left. So over to you, Tim. What's working and what is not working? What's working? Do you remember what I said on the walk? No, you were real. You're a real yes. blubbered blubber. You were not given goods. I'm happy with the way that we are approaching our business. I feel like that is working. I feel like I always want to do more, but that's kind of me. Like I like the expansion. I like to do different things more, more of it. Um, I'm happy with the way that that we sit down and have coffee together and kind of loosely talk about our business and then kind of do what feels good and we flow through that. I, I like that. Um, what I don't like is what I was struggling. Oh, I hate that word. What I was struggling to say um, on the walk, uh, I felt like it was negative and I, I didn't want to bring a negative thing, even though I was in a negative mood. I didn't want to bring more to that. But what's not working for me is the current environment that we're all living in. This whole <laughs> covid thing you're over it i'm completely over it um and but not necessarily oh you're over like how much attention we're giving yeah to it. yeah exactly the, the conversation always going back always to going it. to that it's always dramatic it's always this negative 
feeling when I get done talking about it. I'm not talking about the virus or any of that. I'm talking about the feeling of after I get done talking about it, it's always this heavy feeling. Yeah. I'm over that. And like I was discussing with you this morning, can you just turn it off? Can If you believe in the law of attraction, if you believe the more you talk about it, the more you're going to bring, can you just turn it off? Can you just stop talking about it? And that's the question. The, you kind of presented it as momentum of thought. Mm-hmm. So when you present an idea, another like idea, or three to ten more, come with it. That's just mm-hmm. how it works. So mm-hmm. if you start talking about something, of course, you're going to have more to talk about in that arena. So, yeah, I mean, the classic example is people decide they like red cars and all of a sudden they see red cars everywhere. Right. Well, those red cars were always there. You just put your attention on it and now you see every red car. Right. It's the same thing with this. The more you think about it, the more you bring about, the more you're going to see. And I'm, I was asking you, I, I would like to shut it off. I'd like to stop talking about it. But yeah. I know realistically i'm not gonna be able to go cold turkey and just immediately stop talking about it and it go away mm-hmm. i know that my um energy my frequency is that's in, intertwined in it and it's gonna show up mm-hmm. but can i laugh about it and say look how this keeps coming up i still have residual energy of this in me and i need to get rid of it, it kind of reminds me of people that are like i hate the snow i hate the cold weather and mm-hmm. then all they talk about is the cold weather yeah they're not talking about how they can bundle up they're not talking about how we had one really nice day in the middle of the week. Today's a lot warmer than it was yesterday. Like, yeah. yeah. Instead, we're just always focusing on the cold mm-hmm. weather. So I think you're kind of saying, can I give my attention elsewhere? Yep. And I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. That momentum of thought is very real in whichever direction it goes. You can create momentum of thought in other directions, but it will take practice. What we practice is what we get good at. And so you've been practicing this other direction. So it's going to take some practice to get that kind of turned around mm-hmm. um but if you were to put it in a phrase of what you would like to change you would like to give your attention to more of what you want and less of what you don't want it sounds like yeah. in some ways honestly thinking back to this morning i think i really was saying will it go away <laughs> can it just go away if i stop thinking about it mm-hmm. but as i was describing it just now i realized it's not going to go away away it just will go away from my. Have to go away. go away from my awareness, my attention, my reality. The idea that it has to go away for you to feel better is the illusion. Yeah. So instead, what you're being challenged to do is to give your attention to what you want to create more of yeah. and how you want to feel. Yep. Um, to fall prey to that idea that this needs to change for me to be happy is just as tempting as any other illusion. It's the such biggest as, farce of all time. Yeah. Like, like if yeah. I just lost. 15 pounds, then I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. If I just lived in the bigger home, then I'd be happy. If I just found the partner, if my kids just behaved, any of those if-thens mm-hmm. are an illusion of the mind. Instead, it it puts the power outside of you, and um, anytime you're wanting to create a change that is truly empowered, you are understanding that it is an inside game, that that is what needs to change, is your thought process and your, your habit. Um, and the good news for you is I am also on board for giving it a break about talking about what's going on for a week. I challenged you. I said, what if we try not to talk about it for a week? Mm-hmm. That might mean unfollowing certain platforms that we generally are. Oh, did you see this? Can mm-hmm. you believe this? Look at this. Look at mm-hmm. these numbers. Can you imagine this? Um, kind of unfollowing that for a bit because I'm on board with that. And I feel like it's going to be a really great challenge. Um, we're not necessarily challenging you to do that. Maybe that makes you uncomfortable. Maybe you feel like you need to be more informed than that. Mm-hmm. But at the point we're at, uh, we don't. So well, I'm wondering the other tan or like a tangent of that is 
what if I just stopped giving it so much um, weight? Like, it's still there, but I just don't get upset about it or I don't let it bring me down. I just like, isn't that interesting? But and I just do let think it be that information it's a practice. Instead of- yes, that's a one valuable way to approach it. And another is to not engage in, like, it's going to pop up and instead of talking about it, yeah. You laugh about like you it. Step out your front door and the neighbors there. You can't just put your muffs on and like. Yeah, they're like, can you believe away. how cold it is? Right, and you're like, oh, I wasn't gonna do that, right? Yeah. And so you can just say, you know, you can you can choose then yeah. what you give your attention to. So when it comes up, you laugh if you want to laugh, and then you pivot if you want to pivot. Okay, so we can kind of do a wrap up about some of that, but before we go too much further, I wanted to do a quick shout out to this week's sponsor of the Lifted Life Podcast, SBO Mood Boost. So SBO Mood Boost is our fourth and final at this point uh, mood probiotic. It is a spore-based probiotic, and it's probably the one you hear the least about. I generally don't recommend it until you've tried one or two of the other ones and maybe said, I don't know if this is working. So at that point, I typically say, okay, this might be time to bring in the spore-based probiotic. SBO is a very potent probiotic, so it only has 3 billion CFUs. All the others have 30 billion CFUs, but it's just a different type of probiotic. So it doesn't require quite the bulk. But regardless, if you do try that one, I I suggest that you open the capsule and sprinkle a little bit into a food or drink. Now, I haven't told you this, Tim, but SBO Mubus kind of reminds me of Zoe, our second dog. Okay. Zoe, we we got her when we had two kids. Mm -hmm. The kids were like four and two. So Zoe just kind of didn't really learn any tricks <laughs> because we were busy mm-hmm. but we knew we needed zoe mm-hmm. and sbo mood boost is the same thing i knew we needed a spore-based probiotic for some people who um, couldn't tolerate the traditional lactobacillus and bifidobacterium probiotics mm-hmm. but i don't feel like it's gotten enough of the limelight because it's we have so many other products that we've kind of been bringing in and talking about that doesn't mean Zoe's not super important and really necessary. It just means that she hasn't quite gotten the attention. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to do a little highlight of SBO because it is uh, helping a lot of people get the results they've never achieved from any other type of probiotic. So shout out to our Jack Russell mix <laughs> and SBO mood boost. Back to the show. You like that? That's pretty good. Thanks. Okay, so this week we're talking about what's working and what's not working. And uh, this exercise is something that you can do at the beginning of each week. You can do a, like a, a calibration on Sunday night and say, okay, looking back at the week, what worked and what didn't. You can do it at the beginning of a month, looking back at August, what has worked and what hasn't. The year, a decade, whatever. I was going to go smaller. You could do it every hour. Yeah. Top of the hour. In the, that's a great idea. In the past hour, when it comes to my way of being and my mode of energy, mm-hmm. what's working and what's not? It's like a check-in to help you remember that you are the driver of the bus. Well, it, I was kind of joking with you, but if you think about momentum, it takes a little bit of a time. to like If, you, if you've got this freight train built going towards this direction you don't want, you're not going to be able to just oppose it immediately. So mm-hmm. slowly moving back. So maybe it is every hour, like mm-hmm. just one thing that's worked and one thing that hasn't. What do you want to change? Yeah. And I think that's so powerful because it's not just about what you're doing. It's who are you being? Yeah. I think we put so much emphasis on what did I do? Did I do this? Mm-hmm. Did I do that? 
But if you did all these things and you rush through it in a blur and you don't remember even what you ate or how it tasted, that's missing the mark. And so instead, if you can bring more presence and awareness to who you are being while you do these various things on this journey called life, I think that's a really beautiful way to make more changes uh, towards what you want and to feel how you want to feel by bringing a moment by moment awareness to you know, that question, who am I being? Once again, it's not just an inspirational quote that's going to bring you back. It's a question, a powerful question. Who am I being or who do I want to be in this moment? And being honest with the answer and being very kind with yourself. I mean, brutally honest, but being very kind that that it's okay. Whatever the answer is, it's okay. Like, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean anything. Really, it's other just, than feedback of how you want to proceed forward. Yeah, about given what you want I've, and don't want. Yeah. yeah, given that I've noticed I've been rushing through every activity, mm-hmm. how can I move forward in a way that feels more true to who I really am? Mm-hmm. So, a moment by moment glance at what's working and what's not working. All right, I think that's a wrap this week for the Lift of Life podcast. We so appreciate you tuning in. We so appreciate your messages letting us know that you love Tuesday mornings or whenever it is you listen to the show to grab a delicious beverage, to maybe even grab a notebook to jot down some ideas or power through those chores that you don't love but make them a little more fun with the Lifted Life podcast. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week.